1: Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will?
2: Doing well on this marvelous Monday.
1: <laughs> you always <laughs> say that whenever Marvel drops news, and then we record.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, it's. I, I did not expect that today. That was uh, that was quite the uh, quite the the nice little drop thing to see whenever I open up the cesspool of Twitter on Monday morning.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I didn't open Twitter, I opened YouTube, and and then I got a little bit bored at work, and I started to realize that something dropped, and I, I was, there's something, though, that disappointed me, because okay. when I searched YouTube for this trailer, mm. it was conveyed to me as a Eternals um, teaser, mm. which it was, yeah. but... And 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 I think it's great to have that whole um, to pay respect to Stan Lee and the story that we've all been a part of for the last decade, more than a decade. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's great. However, yeah. I I clicked because I wanted to see more. <laughs> like. That teaser is seriously a teaser. And so, and they're probably holding back. They're probably not going to get something until the end of the month, but, but I, I would definitely want more.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I completely agree. At and like you said, uh, the, uh, you know, I wasn't expecting that to, to, to drop today, but then of course I was looking at the calendar. I was like, Oh yeah, this is like the anniversaries of all those great marble things. And, 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 you know so it was it was it was a nice you know looking back but then just to look ahead as far as phase four and, and the eternals I mean it's just epic I', I just I still haven't watched I still haven't watched no nomad land yet and I, I that's a film I do I do want to check out uh, but uh you know it, it just just a little teaser trailer in and of itself was like oh yeah I, I could only imagine how Good nomad land is was and how this film is going to be. I mean, it's just wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're getting Black Black Widow in July, mm-hmm. Shang Chi in September, The Eternals in November, Spider Man in December, and then we're getting next year Black Panther Two, Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel Two, The Marvels. And of course, because this is Phase Four, after all, we have to tease Fantastic Four.
2: Exactly, we gotta tease that.
1: And John Krasinski and Emily <laughs> Blunt <Bones> better be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the fan casting is definitely gonna come true with with that. But yeah, but you know, I know whenever we were talking about this today before the show, yeah, how, how you had note noted that every other month or so from now until. Basically, 2023, we're going to be getting a Marvel film like every other month. <laughs> when you look at the calendar, it's just like you know, because you, we you know we'll get Doctor Strange, and then of course we have uh, Thor in May of next year, and then we have like Black Panthers in July, and then Marvel, the Marvels in in November, and then and, you know, a sprinkle throughout that we'll we'll have the TV shows on Disney Plus,
1: right. Right. Don't, freak, don't sleep on the TV shows because that is the content that we've been provided early on this year and it's stellar content. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I think I made this comment on a um, podcast going from being able to on a weekly basis have an hour or maybe a half hour with these characters and this story mm-hmm. to just getting a two hour meeting movie. I I question (laughs) just just kind of like some some disappointment just because it's two hours at the end of the day or two and a half, depending on how long. But Mm. but still, like there is something to be said about weekly entertainment Um, and especially when it's as when the quality is on par with Marvel
2: quality. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you're, you're right. It is. The, the bar has been set so high with the TV shows and and even the films you know, as as the franchise has matured right. over it, you know, it, it they really even the ant-man films have their have their uh strong points just because of you know because of the, you know very strong casting and 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 good direction so i mean they really have they're really hitting on all cylinders with the with this franchise now
1: yeah, it is interesting though because you you put some notes on the rundown about Rotten Tomatoes screen a screen rant article mm-hmm. on top 10 current live action superhero shows. And I'm looking at them and what what it shows is the show name, the critic score versus the audience score. Yeah. And it, the overall trend seems to be critics love these shows. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where they 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 put them on God tier audiences <laughs> very much consistently like eh, it's all right
2: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I mean the closest one I would probably say is the boys
2: yep yep
1: <clears throat> Doom Patrol not enough people are watching that's the only reason why there's an audience score of seventy
2: yeah
3: like yeah. same
1: with Black Lightning not enough people are last Watching because it's not it's not, okay. Yeah. Did beat Supergirl? Thank God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very interesting thing. So yeah, so just to give folks run rundown from ten to one, and these are getting live action. So I made a point to punt that because I know folks will be like, "What about the Invincibles?" Or what about uh, Harley Quinn? And you know, I, I, they did not include animation in this um, in this article from Screen Rat where they uh, looked at the top ten shows. So Superman of Lewis, which is new, was 10th. DC Legends of Tomorrow was 9. Stargirl was eight. The Flash 7. Flat- Falcon and Winters The Winter Soldier was 6th. Supergirl was 5. The Boys 4. One Division 3. Black Lightning 2, which was really surprised me. I didn't realize that its critic score was that high up for Rotten Tomatoes. And then Doom Patrol was 1. But you're right. It was like the only one on this list that where the audience and the critics were about synced were uh, the boys. And then I did, I was curious, I did look to see what, for example, why like a show like the Umbrella Academy, which, you know, did have a lot of buzz audience wise where it ranked. So his audience score was 87, but the critics score was like only, only 80. Mm. So like, so like the boys, it was, you know, that was where there was a, where the audience and the critics were sort of close, but it was the one show uh, that the seemed audience score was higher than the than the uh, than the critic score.
1: Very very interesting, and especially um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I I thought that a lot of people were watching it, and mm-hmm. WandaVision outscored audience wise. Um, mm-hmm. That, but but then again, WandaVision, those shows very good. Yeah. Um different peaks and valleys, I'll say mm-hmm. that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I think Wanda Vision started slow towards then t- as it built, it really built. And Falcon and Winter Soldier, it kind of like it did this weird thing where very high, very high bar set initially, mm-hmm. then it like peaked. And then I I'm not gonna say it slumped because it didn't slump, it just it just went down just a little bit and then it ended.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I think it's safe to say it it, it plateaued. I think I think Plateau, this plateaued. Yeah, I think that's a safe way of I think it's safe to say that. And because I think the the finale it was it was compared to the one division finale, I felt that the Falcon and Winter. The Winter Soldier finale was better between yeah. the two of them. So, but I think I think WandaVision was. Oh, I'll, I'll try to keep my own biases out of this, but I felt like it, you know, for some for some people reason, it started off slow for some people, and for other folks, they were just just so starved for MCU content that it, you know they could have just like had paint dry on the on the on the television screen and folks would have been like oh it's the best thing ever so Um, so so i think wandavision may you know over time as we discussed last week uh, on our podcast um over time we'll really get a sense of like which one of these two shows at least the first two out of the gate with the mcu um which one has the the, the the staying power and the rewatchability factor as well
1: right right it's all about the rewatchability factor and on that note it's another thing that dropped today was the announcement that Stargirl season two has a release date of august and yet it's been renewed for a third season
2: yeah yeah it was it was it was some uh, some concerned fans out there at least on some of the message boards and it was whether or not the show would would get a third season
3: mm-hmm. but
2: um but yeah uh, you know i guess the cw is a little bit different than some of the other networks they they do tend to renew shows very early uh so that you know we're not left waiting until you know the upfronts to to find out what what's been renewed and what's not been renewed so um you know it, I, I like Star I, I you know I, I like Star Girl season 1 uh, I will be curious I am curious to see if the the quality of the show remains at the level it was when it was on the DC Universe app or or does it become kind of cookie cutter uh CW DC show Yeah
1: uh, I I liked I liked Star Girl um and and we'll get into the other DC shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. Uh, another thing that dropped in TV: the content is coming. Will. it's oh, coming. Yeah. We've waited so long, and then we're just gonna get hit with 47 million things because
3: exactly.
1: um, we finally get to see a trailer for Stephen Amell's Heels project, which is set to debut on Stars on August 15th. I like this trailer. Mm-hmm. I did too was not expecting it for some reason I had an entirely different concept,
2: yeah
1: um it felt very Friday night lights.
2: yes, yes, that's a very good analogy i yeah i I, I was like that as well. I thought it was just gonna be a lot more it more w w e kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this show, yeah, it, it's really seemed very grounded and, and and very, like you said, Friday Night Lights or um, or, or, or shows in that in that, that lane where you know Stephen Amell's character. You know, after we're so we're so used. I, the thing that really stuck out to me in this trailer was uh, it. I. I I felt like I was actually watching a different character instead of Oliver Queen. I mean, I really felt the steven in that trailer, and I, I think they really—I don't know if it was the way they cut it or, or what—but they were really knowing what we all know. They really had to to make the point that hey, this this you're just not getting a a, a, a rehashed version of of a character that you've you've seen for for. For many many years on the CW, and I felt that this trailer did that.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't go that far for me because it's I I can't I may not see Oliver Queen. I definitely see Stephen.
2: Amell. Yeah. Well, I mean, credit because there
1: know. was a point even in Arrow where I wasn't watching Oliver. I was just watching Stephen. Amell. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Fair <laughs> point. Fair point. I mean, yes, we do know that. Yeah, he, he was moonlighting quite a bit as the ring while he was while he was on the show. But but I think the dramatic beats are right, I think were 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 the ones where you know, whenever he was like, look, I'm a lawnmower repair salesman, <laughs> he's trying to convince you know his family about allowing him to restart this um this local wrestling um show that uh that's you know in that in duffy georgia uh yes. so you know it was just like you know and it, it remind you know it reminded me of like seeing some of the um local cable access wrestling shows here 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 locally where back in the day they would you know they, they would be like the you know as, as folks worked their way up the ranks and that's what i, I kind of got that vibe from from this. The show too it was just like oh yeah we had this you know we had this wrestling league in our in our neighborhood and and it kind of went on bad times and stuff but we're going to build this thing back up
1: yeah it, it, um if if anybody's curious about what what well is describing i think a good tutorial is the movie the peanut butter falcon hmm. They they touch on that kind of underground wrestling scene. Um, but um, other non-superhero related but TV news, Alexander Skarsgard will join the season three cast of succession, which this just further proves we're gonna get a season three eventually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on. Um so so great news there. Um, DC fandom announcement with a 2021
2: date. Yeah, it's going to be October the 16th.
1: Awesome. Hopefully, it's more like the first fandom and not as much like the second fandom event.
2: Yeah. So I have to ask you what and I, I, I'm doing the lawyer thing. Ask a question. I already have the answer to you. So what's the most What's the big thing you want to see Out of the fandom event
1: So I'm going to do the devil advocate Thing where I'm thinking about What you think I'm Going to say which I think I Know what you think I'm going to say mm-hmm. Um, Which I wasn't Going to say that because I don't need more The <laughs> <laughs> I like really, Honestly I haven't watched that trailer In a while which is a good thing Because the more you watch that trailer the more You're like okay I see what's going on here <laughs> um I I honestly don't. I I want I I want something to whether it's a TV show or a DC movie um that's not the botmon and that's the only way you can pronounce that title, by the way. I don't know if they told you guys that at uh, fandom. They told me that though. Okay. Um but I want something to come out of the woodwork and say, Sarah. You need to be a fan of this and get on board with this because this show or this movie is gonna change everything. Black Adam. Do you see that I don't think that project can do it because I still don't believe it's <laughs> <laughs> like like to go to the other piece of news we gotta cover.
0: Sure. Um
1: when when I heard Noah Centineo left a project, I was like, I knew it, I'm gonna tell Will he left. <laughs> <laughs> But no, no, that wasn't the movie he left. He he left the Masters of the Universe film that I'm pretty sure majority of us had forgot they even announced that he was cast, and that yeah. was, I think, pre pre quarantine or maybe yeah, it
2: was like two years ago. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so, um, but maybe just maybe fandom is gonna have a. Green Lantern tease Because yeah. Finn Whitrock has been cast as Guy Gardner in the HB, HBO Max series
2: Yeah, yeah That was some news that dropped, I think, Friday That uh, he had been cast And of course, I think you know a lot of folks Know him from uh, American Horror Story And um, But yeah, you know this The Green Lanterns Whenever they first announced this series uh, I was, you know Wondering where they were going to go with it, and it looks like it's kind of going, it's going to be more of an anthology type of show, given that there's been so many different people to play, that not to play, but to, to have to have been a Green Lantern, and, and really get into the core, the Green Lantern core itself, uh, because in addition to Guy Gardner, uh, which was thought, thought that was interesting coming out of the gate, that. that that was the first casting they announced. I guess they're still, but I think they're going to start with Alan Scott, who was the Silver Age Green Lantern, and, and then work their way work their way forward. But, uh, yeah, I, I, this is, you know, basically HBO Max is going to just become the hub of, they're going to, it's going to become the, the, the mega DC hub. I mean, even the CW shows may end up over there at some point.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully it'll increase the quality. Yeah. I mean, wow. it, you definitely, if you go from CW to HBO, you have a different target audience.
2: <laughs> you, you do, you do. Well, and also, even you know, think, talking about going back to Rotten Tomatoes um, uh, listing. I mean, for example, Superman and Lois, it, it you know, it definitely has more of a C, more of a HBO DC Universe vibe than than it does traditional CW, for example.
1: Yeah. Because so, it's dealing with adults.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dealing with adults and adult problems, exactly. <laughs> they're not dropping any. They're not dropping any f bombs yet, but you know it's only a matter of time. <laughs> yes.
1: I, I'm sure. I'm sure Jordan's going to drop an f bomb eventually. Yeah, yeah. He's going to use his powers and be like, "Fuck."
2: Well, that'll, that'll be the that'll be the extended cut that you can only see on the CW app. <laughs>
1: so many freaking extended cuts? Um, speaking about CW. Well, I know you've explained Force Wars to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you talked about how it's interesting Flash is doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this season is as bad as last season. I definitely don't think that because there was there was an episode that I think even you kind of walked away from during the first half <laughs> of last season. Yeah, I definitely did. yeah, um, yeah. but. But I am still struggling with the Flash. And um, it, I, I always go back and forth where I like an episode and then mm-hmm. I don't like an episode. I like an episode. I don't like an episode. I was surprised by the Chester episode.
2: Yeah, I was
1: too. Um, because I was thinking, oh, this is just going to be a filler episode. Um, but as it progressed, um, I was I was really entertained by that. But but then what I don't like is then all of a sudden in the following week no Chester, I'm like yeah. what the heck? or and it's just this and then the whole Frost storyline, like seriously, <laughs> <laughs> and and there there was also something I noticed in the last two episodes, um, because the last two episodes had a lot to do with Barry, his mom slash Speed Force, mm-hmm. and. I found it very confusing how in one episode Iris tells Nora no, he, Barry, finds it comforting that you have taken the form of Nora. Um, And then the very next episode it's all about how Barry is actually kind of uncomfortable about it because at the end of the day he grew up without a mom for most of his life and Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden, she's everywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So I was just like, you made it a point to have Iris say that, and then you completely contradicted her in the very next episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, even in that, I mean, when Iris said that, I mean, Barry was looking at her like, "What the hell are you saying, woman?" I mean, <laughs> I mean, he because
1: was a coma or something, though.
2: No, not this time. Well, he. Well, there was. But when he came out of it, I mean, I know there was the whole issue with him having to, uh, they had to put him in stasis because of, of the issues that happened with the mirror universe and all that kind of stuff. But, but I mean, but once he did come out and that Iris was like really encouraging Nora Speed Force
0: to come. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
2: With them and all those kind of things, he did have a look on his face like, are are you serious?
1: Right, right, right. And
2: so, but to your point, I mean, it, it, it's funny how in, in typical Flash fashion, I mean, they did go from very like uh, it's a bad idea to like, oh, I, I'm loving, yeah, come on, we're we we can we can make this work, and you know the quick resolution, and you know which, you know that that's you know and that, that's you know, that's just to be expected with this show. I mean, I, I just know that's just baked into the. That's just part of his DNA at this point. So,
1: so what are what are your thoughts about the Flash this season?
2: Like you, uh, the the Chester episode actually that was the episode where I was like I I like this character now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, it really was like why didn't they why why did it take them so long to like to get it to give us this? Because yeah. um, it. it because beforehand, I just felt like he was just Cisco like Whenever, whenever they needed to send Cisco off to Atlantis, then then they'll just have Chester play the the guy in the chair with the wisecracks and names and you know and all that kind of stuff. But really getting into his background and about his father, and and and, and building it around the whole the 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 whole Force Wars storyline, I thought was was to me, that was one of the high highlight episodes of this season, even with the sometimes contrived 90, 90s bits.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I mean, you know, it, it almost yeah. I mean, it, where the, the 90s stuff normally would have taken me out of it, uh, the the storyline with Chester was such was strong enough that it it didn't bother me.
1: Yeah, which is what a time travel episode is supposed to do, where you get some nostalgia, some cliches, but the overall heartwarming message, or the there's an emotional beat
3: mm-hmm. that
1: makes a storyline. And I think part of the reason why that episode works so well is because The Flash does time travel really well. Mm-hmm. But because... Barry has screwed it up It's kind of like we put him in In jail and said Even though your show works really Well with time travel You can't fuck us up anymore So no Yeah (laughs) Just Stand still Barry
2: (laughs) 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 Go through your box We'll we'll knock you out we'll do something like You know where you just can't mess Things up
1: Mess things up. Well,
2: yeah.
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe he could mess things up for the better. Um And I'm not going to say for the better because, because I, I just across the board, I feel this way about pretty much the entire CW lineup. That woman isn't even working for me at the moment, mm. and it's nothing to do with Batwoman herself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess the cloak one last little point to clip before we close out the flash, and and I want to hear your thoughts. I'll post this to you because as we were talking about WandaVision earlier and people atoning for their their crimes, Mm -hmm. um, so whenever and I know I had bookmarked this to talk to you about this a few weeks ago, and I wanted to hear your thoughts about it now, comparing how now. We have Frost being on trial for her, the things that she did in prior seasons, and and do you think we will have some accountability? And I, and I wanted to juxtapose that with the ending that we saw with WandaVision, where she had her, you know, she was basically free to go after taking a whole town hostage. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, w- I wanted to get your thoughts on that because uh, I, I, I know we, we didn't have a chance to really talk about it before. So,
1: right? Um, you give me way too much credit to think that I paid that close attention to the Frost storyline. Frost storyline <laughs> ended for me in the Kevin Smith directed episode in season three. Mike, mm-hmm. um, no, I honestly don't. <laughs> I have given up and you know me well I go I naturally go into these things with low expectations yeah yeah (laughs) and yet they just make me lower them even more (laughs) I I don't I I think that there's gonna be some loophole that's gonna get pulled but I don't believe in accountability I Mm. don't think because we're dealing with a character who they could have made a really fascinated fascinating villain
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they made her into an anti-hero and then they they made her into a split personality and now they made her into a double and and now she quote unquote will have to face consequences for her actions i i don't buy into it why would they have made her a hero only then for her to have to atone like yeah, I, I just, I don't, I don't see them doing that.
2: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And, and I mean, I, 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 I'm just, I feel the same way. I, I was just curious to see if you had a contrary thought, but, uh, I, you know, that, I was frustrated by that. I guess that was the last episode before we went on hiatus uh, with them. And yeah, I, I thought the whole chill, playing, Everything about that episode was just like, you know, y'all were hitting good cylinders and like you said, then they were kind of, it was kinda of like, uh it was good there there were other parts of the story were more interesting than that storyline to me.
1: Yeah. 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 So what are your thoughts on uh White Mask?
2: White mask. <laughs> Batwoman, Batwoman. I, I so I had Forgotten that the show was coming back this week <laughs> because yeah. the way, they, way, way their crazy scheduling happens. And by the way, the Flash returns tomorrow night as well. Um, mm. The um, I, you know it was a, it was a serviceable episode. I I, I like aspects of it. I I I see the the this really I see the potential here. With what they are doing with reintegrating Kate as a brainwashed Kate, and and, and Black Mask using her to exact revenge on Batwoman two point and, and the Crows, uh, I thought um, I I thought that the episode is has given Alice. Purpose again
1: okay
2: uh because again and, and even though it'll be two it's a different actress i think that then you know obviously i think alice on some level recognized on those do the fighting style or, or what but maybe that there this she knows this person from somewhere so so and and another thing too that will will probably happen is obviously with these you know whenever you have these brainwashing things, you're gonna have those memory fragments coming starting to come back. so
3: mm-hmm.
2: so when when we do start to get Kate coming out of the the brainwashing uh, and and her interactions with with Alice in particular, I think there's some good story beats that they could pick up from from the first season, where they really you know, had that that relationship be the foundation of the show. Uh, move that forward in 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 a new in a different way.
1: Right. I just want to say, I told you so. I knew it. I mm-hmm. knew as soon as Roman brought up his daughter mm-hmm. a few episodes ago that 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 was somehow going to be like the new Kate King. Yeah. And and that's what they're doing. They've yeah. they've used Enigma to brainwash her and thinking that she's Roman's daughter when when really she's a deformed Kate Kane. Mm-hmm. Um they still need to explain why Kate. They did not do a very good job about explaining exactly why Kate, and he clearly has a vendetta. Against Jacob or yeah. Commander Kane because he's gotten Commander Kane on sna- snake bite, yeah. And um, I the I agree with you. This episode is not bad at all. It's very serviceable. It pushes a lot of things forward. It it sets us up for like the remaining part of this season. Um, I thought it was very, very strange how. <laughs> White Mask was like, Where's Batwoman? Oh, here's Batwoman. And then she fights her. Alice comes in, hits her, saves Ryan. Ryan bails. But it was like White Mask let Ryan also just leave. Wait a second, who are you after?
2: Right. Yeah,
1: that's a good you point. Oh <laughs> you, you just you could have just after you finished Alice, you could have just gone up back to Ryan because Ryan was still out. Like what what's happening here? Yeah, It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. It, it was and there was another awkward part of that sequence where Ryan um has to has to like slide mm-hmm. underneath a gate.
2: Yeah.
1: And then White Mask just walks around (laughs) it.
2: Dramatic effect. (laughs) Stuff person's got to earn her pay this week.
1: Well, well, I understand that. Why the heck isn't the editor cutting out that? Like, zoom in on Ryan. Just I was just like, really? You left that in there?
2: Yeah, that, that um, was yeah, that was a bit that was an editing choice there for sure.
1: Well, yeah, there there's there's just continues to be these odd choices, um, but I do think that in a way this is like to your point a step forward for this the season, um, and it and it allowed more screen time with Alice and Ryan. Because I think that's why Alice wasn't working for so much of the season is because she's a nemesis. Whether she's an anti-hero or just a plain villain, she, at the end of the day, she needs to have more interaction with maybe Batwoman Mm -hmm. or, or just Batwoman's team, like yeah. she can have her own storylines with Mary, H- having her so separated for most of the season, I think that's why it's kind of left us be like Alice, just go away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, um, Wallace Day. Really glad the casting choice because of our favorite show Krypton. Yep. But yep. Um, yeah, overall, and the, and then the Sophie stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which team that,
2: yeah, which we did, we did call that one. I mean, it was so, it was so, so, so telegraphed, too. I guess that's the thing. Uh, that Sophie would, would basically have to figure out a way to, uh, you know, wipe the record, but you know, it, but I think that piece was telegraphed for sure. But I did, but they salvaged it some with her discovering that Jacob is on snake bite and then. Uh, the other aspect of it uh, is when when Sophie tried to, to to talk to Mary about it, right? And 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 Mary was was in disbelief.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Mary Jacob storyline, and now it's kind of integrated snakebite into it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I keep thinking, and and this has been me since since day one of this show. Who the heck is Mary's biological father?
3: <laughs> uh, uh,
1: and how is he going to come? Because I know that's a card. That mm-hmm. has to be a card. They are purposely withholding. And I'm going to be so fascinated when they play that card. And mm-hmm. they better play it well. They yeah. better play it well. Season three. Season three. Season three, four, five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so so we'll catch us up on what's happened with Freeland and Black Lightning.
2: Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, I know we we had the uh Painkiller uh backdoor palette a few weeks ago, which it was I, I enjoyed it. You know, I think we we you know we, we talked about it uh, uh one on our previous shows, uh that it was a good introduction to the character. Uh and and we got to see him actually in, in this week's ep- this past week's episode. Uh, so basically, uh, it's hard to believe this show only has like I think four episodes left, uh, including tonight's uh, episode that uh, just 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 aired East Coast time. And um, and so we so Tobias of course has basically been setting everything up uh, to um, ruin Jefferson. So. The where things stand now, Jefferson is being investigated for embezzling money from Garfield High, and um, the uh, FBI shows up at his house to serve a warrant, and 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 so Jefferson's, you know, you know, Tobias is continuing to undermine that and then Tobias is also buying up properties in Friedland including Jefferson's dad's old property to, uh, to 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 build new you know new new housing and uh, for people who were displaced during the, the Markovian and ASA conflict in, in Friedland so you know so the, Tobias is doing all these things to look like he's the you know he's the, the knight in shining armor doing all these great things for for the city all the while, he's been plotting on how to in the pierces and the metas. And so, Gambi's girlfriend, uh, not Lynn, <laughs> uh, who uh, was working on a meta, working on a device, a directed energy device, came up with some tech. And, and, and Lynn, also, with her being a geneticist, was able to, to target the, the meta gene and and basically create a, a a device that basically suspends all all metas uh and and it was they first discovered it um in a prior episode where glenn and gambi had had gambi tested this drug tested the jeep the the power on himself and the reason why they they they, they used this was they're trying to figure out who was the actual person who assassinated the the mayor because the police so because Tobias basically framed Lightning uh, for 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 the assassination. So they figured out you know so they figured the gene out and stuff and they, and so there's that piece. Um, at the beginning of this week's of, of last week's episode, Lynn was having nightmares about. Um, freeing the, the the pierces the other the meta pierces of their metagene and then uh and of course when they were whenever she administered the drug to them had horrible effects killed them all and then of course she had she woke up like oh god what did i do uh and she you know and she went to the counselor to talk about about that situation uh to get some advice on um how integral you know, the Pierce family is to the to, to Freeland and they're being metas are to, you know, keeping crime and stuff down. So, there, you know, so there was that aspect of the show really um, got a little nod to the league of assassins uh, this week uh, where uh, Ishmael, who the uh, gang that uh, was uh, taken on Lala's gang, as far as to control of Freeland, um was uh hired this this guy this assassin named Ishmael and basically he, his his goal is to uh kill all the pierces because if he does then he'll get entry into the league of, league of assassins so um, so he and Jefferson end up getting into a fight and while all this was going on uh, lightning was put into a trap as well where the police uh, took advantage of her social media account uh, that you know, again, we we were we talked about that earlier this season about how that social media that Lightning had set up was definitely going to cause problems, and of course it did. Um, and so, uh, but Lightning was able to get out of it, flying up in upper atmosphere. Um, and so while she's flying in the upper atmosphere, and while Jefferson's fighting Ishmael, uh, the Tobias executes the uh, program that turns on the uh, dampening field for the Metas and Freedman. So all the Meta's powers were like completely shut off. So Mm -hmm. Jefferson's in the middle of a fight. Uh, and then all of a sudden he's like with his assassin, he's like, you know, powerless. Uh, Jennifer is up in the air. It comes crashing down. Um, uh, thunder is also in a situation where, um, you know, she's lost her powers. Um, TC the T C the guy who's always helping be out in the lab also lost his thing so he can't like, you know, interface the internet. So it was just like you know it was the cliffhanger at the end of the episode. But the real thing that happened at the end of the episode was um the other uh one that definitely left a lot of people talking this week was Lynn was, was arrested for civil rights violations because of her uh experimentations on on people. Uh, Tobias, in particular. And uh, there was a scene of her having to, you know, she was getting processed and, and getting strip searched and, and, and had a you know, body cavity search. And there was a lot of discussion among the Black Lactic fandom as far as, you know, was that exploitive in that scene or is it just how grounded this show is? Because, I mean, even Jefferson had a similar experience at the beginning of, I think, the third season uh, with this show uh so you know i felt when i watched it real time before i seen people's reaction on it i I was taken aback by it uh but at the same time i did i did think about different you know how grounded this show is and how they take on all kinds of different all kinds of different stuff i mean we've talked about that uh this season with black lives matter and other other things so it it was just it was consistent with what they' what they've done to date and um, you know like I said, it's hard to believe there's only like four episodes left uh, in this series, but uh, uh, they did use painkiller in this episode too uh, and uh, really showing the, the good how Khalil has come to terms of how to use the painkiller persona with that that was programmed into him by the ASA. Um, to to basically whenever he needs to, you know, whenever he needs to be smart and very tactical, uh, you know, it's the Khalil side. But when he needs to be the enforcer, then he flips it over to to um the painkiller side. And it was a very little funny bit where they were trying to get some information from one of um, uh, Tobias's toadies <laughs> um, uh, to to get information to help the, help the, help to pierce us out so uh, and how they played that that the, the two sides of Khalil and Pankiller work to get that evidence from that individual. So you know I this show I really hate that it's like ending because I feel like it's it's really starting to hit us I mean it's always hit a stride and it's always been very entertaining and it's not one of those things where you know if I, when I'm watching it I watch it I don't start getting distracted by other things. So, I just hate that it's that it's ending, but, you know, maybe Painkiller get picked up and maybe some of the characters will, you know, do cameos in, in that, that series if it gets picked up uh, from the backdoor pilot. But, um, yeah, uh, that's, that's the sort of Black Lightning Roundup.
1: All right. It is crazy. Three, four episodes left. Yeah. Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you?
2: Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K.
1: You can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Sina Nerd. Find us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but most importantly, rate, subscribe, comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, Geek Out. You're welcome.